Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Live Sports Sound Off, a Midwestern television staple. A show that has held down Sunday nights for 20 years. First caller on this historic night. Sound Off, dare I say, is important to anyone who gives a damn about sports. Kevin Murphy claims to be its cornerstone, its captain. He takes full credit for its success. But former co-host Round Guy, that chick, the other guy, B-Rosh, that douchey kid Hassel, the Dead-Eyes Muppet guy, way too many to mention. Most of them are gone, but all of them are silent. Why? Because Murphy works alone. Nah, Murphy's a punk. The reason for Sound Off's success? You're looking at him, idiot. My dad. It's my show. It's my show. I might as well be here. (laughs) Chris from Green Bay is the only reason this show exists. You want someone in that chair that commands respect. Des Moines, you suck. I own you. Someone who's not afraid to tell the truth. People of Des Moines, do you have anything better to do? I guess not. Someone who is a winner, not your local bandwagon jumping morons like these guys. These wannabes were still pooping yellow when I was running Sound Off back in the day. Chris from Green Bay is Sports Sound Off. I'm Chris from Green Bay, and I approve this message. Des Moines, you suck. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Want an attack ad? Seems like a waste of money. Stupid. Big waste of money. Let's get right into the hot topics at 515-282-9010. By the way, we have a couple of open lines. Uh, Jamil McKay returns. Iowa State rolls. And the Hawks, out of character, play down to the level of their opponent, but still beat Minnesota on Valentine's Day. 515-282-9010. Your chance to sound off. This Cyclone basketball team makes for riveting reality TV. The rise, fall, and rise again of this season full of expectations. The Iowa State no team wants to play showed up strong against Texas. Steve Prohm did the right thing, sending a strong message to Jameel McKay about team before self. That doesn't mean it was a slam dunk McKay would accept it. These players often have people in their ears telling them how great they are, how the coach is just holding them back. So credit McKay for coming back with a good attitude and good energy. If the Cyclones all embrace their roles, they could still make that run, even away from Hilton Coliseum. I'm not sure what the Hawkeyes had in mind for Valentine's Day, but it wasn't playing Minnesota. Good thing for Iowa, they're good enough to sleepwalk against a bad team and still win. That was Iowa's worst home effort since Augustana. Polar atmosphere from the frenzy of Thursday night at Assembly Hall. Indiana rode that energy to a quick start and big finish, but Iowa 
still has first place to itself and will win the Big Ten. And Northern Iowa has now beaten the number one and number five teams in the nation, ended a team's 43 home winning streak, 43 game home winning streak, and somehow lost 11 games. Wait, what? I don't know either. It does not make huh? any sense. No sense. Keith, have you heard of this new bill an Iowa lawmaker introduced regarding athletic funding for you and I? The proposed bill would require Iowa and Iowa State to take money out of their athletic departments and give it to you and I to help support Panther Athletics. $20 million over the next five years. First, let me say this. I think Northern Iowa has some great athletic programs. Football, basketball, volleyball, wrestling, and track. All solid. But this bill reeks of little brother syndrome. I have no doubt you and I struggles at times with funding athletics. It's a smaller school and a smaller conference with a third the enrollment of Iowa and Iowa State. But you cannot ask Iowa and Iowa State to help fund you and I athletics. There's a competitive line that has to be drawn. These schools meet annually in almost every sport. Let's say this bill passes and then you and I beats Iowa in basketball. Does that mean Iowa also won? because the Hawkeyes help fund the UNI basketball program? Look, I wish each state school had unlimited athletic funds, but unfortunately, life's not fair. UNI is unique. It's a small school, but they've got great teams. And to be honest, I like when they play the role of underdog and Panther fans. How would you feel knowing that the teams you love are supported financially by Iowa and Iowa State? Now it's your chance to sound off. 282-9010 is the number. Allen is in Ottumwa. Allen, uh, what did you think of the Hawkeyes tonight in the win over Minnesota closer than most expected? Yeah, I think it uh, – and I've heard quite a few sports people talk about it. I think Iowa has peaked too soon. You think Iowa's peaked too soon? You're getting that out of just this game tonight, or you see a No, no, no. They're going back two or three games where they didn't play well in Indiana. And uh, they haven't really showed a, you know, they've, they've run over some teams, but they, it just seems like that they don't have intensity, especially the bench. The bench isn't doing anything. Appreciate so. the call, Alan. Uh, John, I don't know that we have a big enough sample size here no. to worry uh, that they've peaked too soon, but uh, to, to Alan's point, a bench zero points yep. against Indiana. They got really tough more. atmosphere. Not a lot from the bench today, uh, requiring a lot out of Jock and Utah, especially. Yeah. What do you think? Here's the thing when expectations rise and you get to be a top five team in the country, all of a sudden, every little mistake, every little time you don't play well, it's magnified. If Iowa was, you know, 12 and 12 or something, no one would really care. They only won by four against Minnesota. But when you're the number four team in the country, if you don't beat that team by 20 like the spread said you should have, all of a sudden it looks like a, quote, bad win. They didn't play good tonight, and they didn't play great at Indiana. That doesn't mean they're still not a very good team and very dangerous, and they can be come March. Cyclone fans, we have a line open for you at 282-9010. We'll get to those calls in a little bit, but it is time for lookalikes with a local connection, Old Spice Judges. Now, Scott Christensen says Valley Swimmer, Casey Bach looks like a young Steve Martin. Old Spice. Now, did he do that face just for the Steve Martin photo? Maybe. And if not, does Casey like this lookalike? I'm not sure. Looks like an old man. Uh, Joni Olsen says uh, Texas point guard Javon Felix looks like a leprechaun. Old Spice. (laughs) I do see 
Is it the beard? <laughs> it's a little bit of a resemblance. Coming up, I'm willing to bet you'll be surprised about what's bugging Andy. Well, actually, I'm not. I'll explain next. We'd love it if you join the fun of following us on Twitter. It's at SoundOff13. Scott writes, the bench is really hurting the Hawks right now. The starters are being asked to carry the entire load that has to change. True that. Matt writes, a win is a win. Hard to maintain intensity for an entire season. Slip-ups happen to many teams, but Iowa has no bad loss. Kent writes, wasn't pretty, but a win is a win. I think we've heard that a yep. few times now. First place in the Big Ten. Go Hawks. Rick writes, first place in the Big Ten. Those are my only thoughts after this game, about this game. Andy Fails knows when the Hawkeyes should win. But I wouldn't bet your house. Last week, Iowa was a three-point underdog at Indiana. Iowa, this team that's become a popular choice to grab the number one overall seed in the NCAA tournament. They were an underdog to a team like Indiana who was coming off a loss to Penn State. Penn State! Everybody I knew was ready to bet their own kidneys on the Hawkeyes. Well, it just so happens that Vegas was right again. Seems like they're always right, even when it seems like they can't possibly be. And that right there is one reason that I don't mind admitting that I don't know squat about gambling. <laughs> it's weird, you know. I grew up living and breathing sports with a sports-obsessed father and friends who not only loved to gamble on sports, they often did it right from our row of lockers in high school. The janitor, McAdoo Thornhill, would come by with his rolled-up sports page, tucked into his underwear, and collect bets on everything from college basketball to the Stanley Cup Finals. But somehow, it's all flown right by me. For decades, I'm like the one Amish guy living in New York City, somehow impervious and unaffected. Gambling and sports go together like Hillary and pantsuits. I mean, you rarely see one without the other. So what's up? Well, I don't know. I don't have any objections to gambling. I didn't mind the casino being built in Jefferson. And I think Prairie Meadows does plenty of good things for the community. I mean things other than remind us of just what we're missing from the days before the smoking ban. <laughs> I just don't personally do any gambling. I don't play poker or bet horses or put money on games, and it's really never interested me. It's one of the many things that I'm actually glad I never developed a taste for, like hard drugs or beluga caviar or bikini briefs. You know, they say, once you try those things, you'll never go back. And to be fair, this guy looks much more at home in his Kelly Green Plum Smuggler than I do talking betting lines. And at this point in my life, it's too late to change that. And I am comfortable enough to admit that when Vegas sets its odds, I say, I believe you. And that's the end of it. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Bet your kidney. That just doesn't have the same, doesn't have the same ring to it, does it? Donald Trump works his, way, his way back into sound off. That's a kid with Trump hair. Uh, more live thoughts and questions. Mike's got a thought on Iowa State. We'll get to that next. Like Sound Off Nation on Facebook. Regarding Iowa basketball, Brad Bierman writes, bottom line, my old coach used to say, when you can play bad and still win, you're pretty damn good. Mm. 
Who's in your five, five sore losers? Not all of them, but here are five sore losers that come to mind. Donald Trump, 2016 Iowa caucus. <laughs> took to Twitter to say Ted Cruz stole the election. Stole it. Number four, LeBron James, 2009 versus the Magic. Refused to shake hands. Remember that? Mm, yeah. Uh, number Second three, his first Giselle, furious that Patriot receivers kept dropping passes in Super Bowl 46. 46. My, my husband cannot throw the ball and catch the ball. I don't know if that's a Brazilian yeah, accent. Was, I, but I, I, <laughs> I'm not sure what that accent was. Me either. Kanye West grabbing the mic from uh, Taylor Swift at the 2006 VMAs. Awkward. Uh, and uh, number one, Cam Newton just pouting his way through the Super Bowl. Paul in Ankeny joins us now on Sound Off. Hello, Paul. Hi, how are you guys doing tonight? Hey, Good. Up, what are you thinking about? Well, um, I first want to thank Wisconsin and the Spartans for helping Iowa be in sole possession of first place in the Big Ten. They did, yeah. Yep, that happened. And, and I have just one multiple choice question for you guys regarding Mark Madden. <sighs> Man, I hate long, tests. I I, I'm getting the sweats just thinking about a test, but go ahead. It's, the, it's multiple choice. So, right. I mean, you can guess if you have to. I will guess. Okay. Um, Iowa will be A, a number one seed, B, a number two seed, C, a number three seed. I'm going B, a number two. I I think B, too. I think B, too. I mean. I, I, I'm sorry. I thought you were done there. I, I would. I'd like to go contrary to this. But B is that is that is what I think a two seed still can get to a one seed, but got to get oh, yeah. back to the playing the way they were a couple and, of weeks and ago. And the schedule it works in their favor down the stretch. Toughest games I think are at home against Wisconsin, then at Michigan, and then you got the Big Ten tournament. You win two or three games there, yeah, it easily could be a one. And it depends on the teams above you what happens to them as well. And this effort tonight is is fresh in my mind. And yeah. it was not a good effort. Uh, Mike and Grinnell calling on behalf of Iowa State and. Uh, Mike, if you're a Cyclone fan, you have to feel better after that uh, complete effort against Texas last night. I absolutely do. I think they did a wonderful job yesterday. My my questions are, uh, why, you know, Mr. Chrome has been the coach, as he seems most of the way that they play, they've gotten away from three-point expertise. Matt Thomas is obviously the most improved player on that team, and we have no bench to go to. Where are the, where are the players? Why is he not recruiting? Fred Hoiberg is not coming back. He needs to get off his duff and get this program going like it has been. All right, Mike, thank you for the question. First of all, he, he didn't have time to recruit really yeah. this year. He, he got the job in the summer. He's got recruits coming in next year. Yeah. Obviously, the Naslong injury was a killer to start the year. That takes a big bench production out of your lineup. And then when you suspend Jameel McKay for two games, you're essentially down to five players. Most college basketball teams only run seven to eight players. It's rare that you find a team that runs ten players deep. Iowa is one of the rare teams probably. Yeah, they, they lost a key player. They suspended a key player. Yeah. They didn't have much depth anyway. Uh, so that is the way that goes. More calls coming up. And I think he was referring to the three-point shooting as well. They, they are shooting less three-pointers, I think, than, than in the Hoiberg era. I think they only hit five yesterday against Texas. But they're getting a lot more production inside with Niang and obviously McKay on those alley-oop dunks and Morris getting to the hole. You just catch Andy Fales at the Cyclone game? Yeah, and it looked like uh, See, I had heard he's like a Hawkeye Day-Z. fan. What is he? Is I he, he cheating? A on? Fan. Oh, he's a Cyclone fan? See, I have, trouble, Hawkeye? I have trouble keeping up with that. Uh, the NBA slam dunk contest returned to glory. 
But how in the world oh, oh. did this guy not win? Watch this next dunk, John. He jumps over a mascot, oh. takes a seat in midair. Uh, more sound off live when we Ooh. return. You can always email the show. When did that become old fashioned? Ah, we started. Really you know, we started now. this show 20 years ago. Might as well ago. send in people, a letter. People wrote with letters with stamps. Uh, sound off at whotv.com. Iowa found out tonight that if you play down to the level of your competition, you're going to gain confidence by thinking they're playing to yours. Luckily, this lesson did not come with a loss. That's Shane from Marshalltown, and uh, that's a good point. That's something we haven't seen from this Iowa team. This Iowa team has largely avoided playing down to the level of a lesser team. Big game Wednesday at Penn State. We'll see if they go back up. Time to bounce around. More topics. We call it face-off. Fred Hoiberg is feeling the heat in Chicago. Bulls are seventh in the East. 27-25 overall. Not what anyone expected. They've had injuries, but this has to be a little concerning, right? It's a transition from one basketball philosophy to another and a chemistry issue with two alpha dogs. Fred will be fine, but I still think the low bar of Minnesota would have made more sense. Iowa State lost three key football players this week. Devario Montgomery kicked off for violating team rules. Joshua Thomas transfers, and Luke Knott gives up football for health reasons. Should Cyclone fans worry about the Campbell transition? Not at all. Uh, I'd be surprised if there aren't more departures, John. It's inevitable. Yeah. These players become close to one coach, and then another coach comes in. It's tough. Uh, those who buy in will like Campbell the coach. And he's done great so far. Yeah. Barry Sanders Jr. is transferring from Stanford to Oklahoma State. Nothing like being in one shadow and then in another. Well, at this point, Barry Sanders Jr. would rather be in his father's shadow oh. than Christian McCaffrey's shadow. One of those shadows comes with far more carries. Oh, man. Iowa fans know all about Christian McCaffrey. Chad Johnson, better known as Ocho Cinco, said this week that when he played, he would go around the locker room, gather teammates' urine in a bucket, and soak his ankles in the urine to help them heal faster. I had no idea the power of piss. You believe this? Yes! Bear Grylls drinks pee to stay alive. I'd use a bucket instead of a toilet if it meant less neck pain. Note to self, make sure there's no bucket in sports office. Got it. The Royals World Series trophy was in Urbandale on Wednesday. Lifelong Royals fan Michael Admire was completely professional, as you can tell by this picture. How bubbly was he when he got back to the office? He was rattled. The trophy security guards escorted Michael out of high V. And he's scared it means he's banned from Kauffman Stadium. Is he? No, just high V. Okay. Big debate this week over Valentine's candy. Ankeny schools have banned kids from bringing candy for Valentine's Day, citing health and financial concerns for many students. I understand yep. what Ankeny is trying to do, but I also think it's a little weak. You? I never want to see a kid embarrassed. I know you don't. And yeah. I never want to see a kid have an allergic reaction. But I do want to see kids have the memories of yeah. class parties. We're awesome. overreacting to everything, aren't we? Overreaction. We Over, are. Over, under. Overrated. NBA All-Star Game, 369 points scored. Underrated. <laughs> Did you see that NBA dunk contest? Look where this guy is. His shoulder is by the net. His butt is by the net. It's unbelievable. All right, uh, let's get some quick thoughts here. Taylor is in Des Moines. Taylor, you have a thought on the Hawkeyes? Uh, you know what? I, I'm so impressed about uh, how the wrestling team is fucking uh, kicking ass. 
All right, let's leave it at that because that's a good Well, they're ranked second, and they're always good, and they got Tom Brand. So and they could right. win a national championship. We'll see. Dodger Denny is in Fort Dodge. Uh, Dodger Denny, thought on Iowa State? Hey, you know what? It sure makes a difference that now that Mr. McKay got back on the team, I, I thought that was a good deal, and I hope he stays that way. They uh, need him down the stretch. If they're going to make any run, they cannot afford to lose anyone else. And he has to accept his role, and yeah. he really did Saturday night. Uh, he brought that energy that they're looking for, and Steve Prohm was really excited after the game. Tammy and Beaverdale will have the final word here. Tammy, you got about 15 seconds. Um, I'm glad that Doc guys actually won the game tonight, and it was good, and I saw Hawkeye um, at the I saw the mascot last night. Who doesn't love a mascot? We love. Besides he, Chris they Hassel. They jumped over mascots. Besides Chris Hassel. Yeah, Gordon loves yeah. The, the mascot. That'll do it for us. We're back next week. Hope you are too. We leave you with the sound off, send off, the panorama, a slamorama. Jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.